I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. You're late. I'm not paying for those. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say yes, it lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. Did you just fart? No. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah, you just want to take the silence in the room as an excuse to pretend like I farted for the start of the podcast. No, I heard that sound your hand made, and I thought it was a fart. Mm. But, I mean, it kind of was. I smell something, so. It's your own BS. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. This is Late to the Show Podcast. Uh, friends of the podcast know what this is all about. We take nice. a movie, one of us has seen, both of us has seen, none of us, and uh, we talk about it for an hour, hour and a half, sometimes 45 minutes if we can't think of what to talk about. Is that how long uh, Snowpiercer was? How long was Snowpiercer? It was like an hour and 15, I think. Huh. Right. It's kind uh, of a short one for where we're at now, but. Yeah. But the past two weeks, we're kind of on a more recent movie kick. Snowpiercer was 2013. I think 21 Jump Street that was 2012. Yeah, we're yep. just, we're, we're, we're gapping it. And 22 is 2014, so. Yeah. So yeah, for those of you just tuning in, we're watch, we did uh, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. Might as a well double feature. Yes, our second one. Our second double feature. Is it all, what was the other, oh, the Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. We haven't done any other double feature? Don't believe so. We've watched two movies and then done two separate podcasts. Wait. Like, no, yeah. like, no, no, no. The day we did uh, Death of Superman Lives, and then, uh, hell, we didn't even watch the second movie for that one. And then immediately after, we started recording the uh, the Dreamcast podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, this is only the second time we've done two movies at one time. Huh. Weird. Unless you count the Perfect Movie podcast. No, was, we didn't watch the movies different. for that. Yeah, we didn't watch any of the movies for this. <laughs> we weren't really prepared to talk about them, to be honest. Well, we were a little... I wasn't. You were the one who came in with at least a list. I had like three movies off the top <laughs> of my head, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> well, so. yes. This week we got 21 and 22 Jump Street. The movies with Jonah Hill and Channing Tate. Yum. Uh, not the original series with Johnny Depp and the other people. Yes. Do you not know that. any other people? No. I mean, the guy was, the guy who plays Giant Depp's partner in 21 Jump Street, mm-hmm. he was in the original also. I imagine, too, in all the fake sequels, when they do like, when they did Jump Street Legacies, oh, yeah. I'm pretty certain those guys were probably both on it as well. Mm. Well, I knew there was the um, the Asian guy. Yeah. Like I said, I, I figured both of them were on the original show as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, real quick, uh, just... Uh, Side note for references. Yeah. Did you notice in 21 Jump Street when they're in the hotel room and um, they've realized that the, spoiler, that the gym teacher is the drug supplier? Mm-hmm. Did you see what was on the TV in the background? I'm guessing the original show. Yeah, it was. Because it was still playing and I'm like, that's got to be the original show. <laughs> yeah, well, the Asian guy's face is on the screen when the TV finally gets shot. Ah. <laughs> but yes. How about that? Nice. Real quick, did you see the Johnny Depp thing coming? Uh, I because it's been long enough now that from these, I knew oh. it was coming. I knew it was going to happen. Okay, but I didn't like. I kept expecting it at other points. I kept like, all right, now is when he shows up. Now is when he shows up. Did you know it was him right away? 
I didn't. Saw him. Well, when he like stepped apart, I'm like, oh, okay, there's Johnny Depp. Oh, like okay. when he like stepped and he was still in the disguise, I'm like, oh, okay, there's Johnny Depp. You didn't notice it at the beginning when he says he has herpes and that's why he can smoke marijuana. No, I didn't. I didn't oh. notice it then. So because <laughs> they're like listing off fake yeah. diseases they have, he's like herpes, <laughs> and he also says if those two are cops, I'm DEA. <laughs> so little fun for the audience yes that's uh that's called foreshadowing <laughs> uh all right let's just talk about the movies now that not that you're, we weren't talking about them yeah. but so you're not really like in the line of for your mic you were like over here for a yeah, while yeah but i'm like talking that way. all right whatever man you're the audio guy there better hem hem okay <laughs> yeah we gotta go real quick to catch it <laughs> well it like it's it slows down the peak meter does so yeah. gotcha all right, John. So real, uh, I was the one, obviously, who hadn't seen these ones. Yes. Yes. Uh, and what did you think? I I enjoyed them. I liked the first one better. Uh-huh. Um, I think I get the point with the second one was they it's were making a fun too of the self-aware. Fa- like, and I I think it worked. But then there was like I think what worked with the first one was at the beginning when Nick Offerman's like, you know, we're rebooting, we're redoing something we tried in the eighties. And the people in charge of these things, just they hope nobody rec- remembers the stuff from the 80s when we do these things. It's like, okay, I get it. They're, this, they're making fun of it. It's a reboot. And then the second one, I think they harped on it maybe just a little too much, but I think it still worked. But I think I like the first one better. Right. Well, I think that's kind of like a little bit of the charm of the Lord and Miller movies is that they're all pretty self-aware. Yes. As movies. Like even looking at Lego Movie and uh, Spider-Verse. Spider Verse works it in better. Like some in some movies, it's integrated better, but to some degree, they're all somewhat self-aware. Yes, but Twenty Two Jump Street was like really like they kind of hammered it a little bit too much. Right. Oh look, he's it looks like a giant cube of ice. (laughs) Yeah, this looks like some shit Iron Man would have. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of Ice Cube in these movies? I I, I loved Ice Cube. My favorite moment, he wasn't even on the screen, but it was his character, after uh, Jonah Hill has sex with his daughter, (laughs) and he's like, how's it going, Doug, in quotation marks, I'm gonna gonna kill kill you, you, Doug. Doug. (laughs) Just sends, like, all the emojis with, like, the guns and the skulls. You know there isn't a gun emoji on Samsung, on Android? There's not an actual gun anymore on Apple, either. Now it's, like, a water gun. It's a water gun? Yeah, they, they changed it. Like so it the, used to be like a revolver, I think, and now it okay. looks like a it looks like a, like a water squirt gun. Huh. Like tried, the really <laughs> shitty ones, yeah, that are like a dollar. Right, that's what it looks like. I tried to write a tweet a while back with a gun emoji, and I was looking for it, and I went through like one thousand emojis, and I was like, "There's really no gun emoji." Did you? You could have just googled it. Yeah, that's the anyway. problem with this generation <laughs> these days. You're too reliant on technology. I'm just trying to find my gun emoji, Justin. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I enjoyed these movies. <laughs> so you said you liked the first one better. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the second one actually more times, but I think I like the first one better too. Yeah, because and I think it's partly because it is the original one, and like <laughs> and like, and the second one is just kind of doing the same thing again, which they keep referencing. It's like it's the same case. You guys are going to be doing the same thing. So but the thing is, do. it's not the same. It's thing. not exactly the same thing. But once again, it does have a twist. Yes. <laughs> Which is the same thing, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like you said, it is like the original, and just part of the problem with the second one is it is just too 
like that's kind of the thing with a lot of sequels is they're too self-aware of the success of the first one that they got a sequel yeah and they got more money <laughs> right which was also kind of a funny like thing. I enjoyed, I did too. enjoy that. It's like they got a bigger budget this time around. <laughs> um, this time next year, we'll probably be back on this side of the street, just one building down. <laughs> we got to save money. Okay, I'll drive through the robotics lab. <laughs> no. God, there was a lot of expensive things in there. <laughs> Why did you drive through the art garden? <laughs> you could have gone through the parking lot. <laughs> Honestly, though, you'd think smashing up, like... 30 cars would be the same cost of all that art. Probably. <laughs> um, but Sorry, uh, guys. Unless, if you haven't seen these movies, all these references are going to bore you. <laughs> yes. So, but, I guess go watch the fucking movies. Yes, they're good movies. They are very... Both of them are very good movies. Yeah. I think the second one gets played so much on TV, though. Like, FX, Comedy Central. It gets played all over the fucking place. Maybe. I don't know. I don't watch TV like that anymore. I'm a millennial. I watch everything streaming. Well, when I was living at home, it yeah. was on all the fucking time. That's fair. <laughs> But, yeah, I think I actually have seen the second one more times than I've seen the first one. I've seen them each once. It's all the most yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The first 21 Jump Street was also the first fucking place I saw Brie Larson. Uh, well, I had actually seen... Uh, when did Scott Pilgrim vs. The World come out? Oh, right. I forgot she was in that. Yeah, she's in that. Oh, I guess I would have seen that first then. Yeah. Because I think that came oh. out in, like, 08. So... Wait, which... Which character is she? She was the, uh, the... Scott's... Big X. Oh, that's the right. One, she the was one Scott's X. Okay, yeah. the one dressed all in white. Yep. Okay. Uh, what was her character's name? Because I've seen that movie a shitload of times. It's something like elegant, isn't it? Like Yeah, it, it is. But I don't know what her fucking name was. Let's look it up real quick. I remember the name, of, the name of the band she was in was Clash of Demonhead. I remember that. <laughs> and she was then currently dating the, uh, uh, the vegan evil X. Right. Uh, Fuck it, let's... Envy um, Adams. Here's the second one. Envy Adams, okay. It's not elegant like I thought it was going to be. For some reason I thought it was like uh, Valencia kind of name. Like, multiple syllables, elegant, kind of pretty name. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, well. But, uh, yeah, she was in that. Um, so she was with both char- both of the main characters from uh, Superbad. Oh, Yeah. Michael Sarah and uh, Joan Hill. And Captain Marvel actually worked with Lego Cap- Green Lantern and Lego Superman. And Captain America. Oh, yeah. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. What a nice well, little family we all have. To be fair, at this point, it's like people from like the 50s who had been in westerns at that point. Like, fucking just everybody had done it. So at this point, like, everybody's been in a fucking Marvel movie. Or a superhero movie of some sort. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh, that kind of makes Lego Movie a superhero movie now, doesn't it? A little bit. <laughs> oh, and I kept thinking that, too, the whole time with uh, uh, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill is that they're Green Lantern and Superman from the Lego yeah. Movie. <laughs> um, they're barely in it, but <laughs> damn it, their bits are funny. <laughs> I haven't seen Lego Movie 2 yet. Um, It's not as good as the first. Mm. Um, kind of has the same issue that 22 Jump Street does to, for me. Like, again, good movie, but, like, it's almost too much it's like we're aware of what's going on type of a deal mm-hmm. for me um but no I, th- I thought it was still a good movie i do like that they didn't go like the overly predictable route where they just make uh channing tatum the popular kid in school and then jonah hill gets shit on they just both which is like what you do in college is you both find your own separate groups exactly 
and you're both like doing well in your own groups, but they just might not match up like they yeah. used to. In God, I love his fucking slam poem. <laughs> oh, Cynthia, uh... slam poetry. Lots of arm movements. <laughs> Jesus died for our Cynthia's. <laughs> yeah, I like that scene too. Or, um, hey guys, we're an improv group. Boner. <laughs> uh, let's try from someone else real quick. Uh, tampon. Well I'm, well, I'm really hungry. I could sure eat a oh, yeah. tampon. <laughs> All right, guys, we're just going to get off stage now. <laughs> hey, you guys were the improv group. You were the guy with the bad suggestions. Yeah. yeah. Was me. <laughs> I also love when Chan, when he fucking put it together that uh, uh, Schmidt had had sex with the captain's daughter. Oh. <laughs> Every time he says it, that's another foot in your ass. Schmidt fucked the captain's daughter. <laughs> and you high fived him for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, don't, I always get that girl who played the daughter, though. Like, when I see her, I for whatever reason in my head, I think Zoe Saldana. I think it's because they have similar skin tone. And their face looks a little bit similar, but I don't know why. Oh, see, I didn't think that at all when really? I saw her. No. Uh, what's her fucking name? Uh, Amber Stevens West. Okay. Zoe Caesar Salad. Huh. I don't know. I guess I don't really see it now that I'm looking at them compared to each other. Huh. Oh well. I don't know why. At one point I thought that, and then I just kept thinking that <laughs> for a long time until just now. Huh. Um, uh, and I also like to just go ahead and say, because I've been thinking about because I was talking with some people at work about these movies too, I don't like Rob Riggle in anything. Really? Yeah. I don't like him as much in 22 Jump Street because they're like, just riff, just be funny. And I hate it when they... Sometimes think... it works, but when typically when they tell an actor, just riff and be funny, it like... Like a comedian, when they tell him to do that, you can just... It doesn't match up with the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like when they did that in fucking Deadpool, and they have T.J. Miller say, you look like a avocado hate-fucked another avocado. It's like... And he does it ten times. It's like, Jesus Christ, we get it. You're just slapping these together. Because, yeah, it was funny maybe there, but here it's dragging. And, like, some of that yeah. kind of happened, too, with, like, the him talking about his new vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I just... It's, it's not even that for me, though. I just don't ever... Like, for me, anything Rob Riggle's in, like, any scene, is not funny because of Rob Riggle. Like, it, it, I was talking to the guy at work about this. He's like, what about the scene where they were really high and, they like, his face was changing? I'm like, that was funny, but not because of Rob Riggle. Like, I enjoyed the scenario, but anybody could have been in it, and it would have been funny. Mm, not, I didn't... Not I, for me, I... Well, because I like Rob Riggle's voice. I I like how he goes from, like, super aggressive with fucking Jonah Hill's character. And he's, like, really, like, he loves on Channing Tatum's character. Yeah, I just... It, and this is, like, in anything. I just... I've never seen so. Whenever I see Rob Riggle, I'm just like, okay. Have you seen Step Brothers? No. Okay. Well, you should see Step Brothers. I mean, I've seen uh, fucking... Actually, we were also trying to remember what the fuck Rob Riggle's been in, and I knew there was one like big one. It was the other guys I just remembered that he was in. <laughs> he was one of the other two cops, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't like when he's on. He might be a perfectly pleasant person. I really don't know. I just don't ever like seeing him in movies. Are you telling me, John, that you don't support the military by disliking Rob Riggle because he was a former Marine? 
I thought All right. Was, I thought he was actually like a former cop. No, Marines. I don't know he was in the Marines. Yeah, and then after 9-11 happened, John, uh-huh. he re-enlisted and went back out on another tour. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't he's care. fighting for you, John. I don't really so care God for him damn, in these you movies. you stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> I'm not in school anymore, Jake. <laughs> Do they make you say the pledge where you work? No, I just... We have one in our bedroom. Kate makes me do it. <laughs> we wake up at 9.30 every day, say the pledge. I go back to sleep for another two hours. <laughs> Fuck that noise. That sounds like way too much work. <laughs> but anyways, no. Not, I, I just, well, that's weird. I like Rob Riggle. <laughs> well, that's what the, the guy I was talking to at work. He's like, I have never heard anybody say they don't like Rob Riggle. Right. It's just like, I just, it's too much, man. I think he kind of annoys me. He's usually, he's very one note to me. Oh, okay. Like, he's always that kind of a character. Always, in everything I've ever seen him in. You know, he's a NASCAR announcer in uh, uh, Talladega Nights, Ballad of Ricky Bobby. I saw that movie once. I wouldn't remember him in it. <laughs> you, know who, you know who Laudacena does not like? Who? Will Ferrell. You know, I didn't like Will Ferrell for a while, but then I realized it's because I don't like him and John C. Riley together. Oh. But that, but that was that's an old assessment because I, I have. When did you see them together? Just from Talladega Nights. Just from Talladega Nights, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. Like it's been a while, so that was an old assessment. I've since changed that opinion, but okay. my dislike for Rob Riggle has just kind of always been. And then I saw him in these, and I'm just like, eh, <laughs> whatever. Well, I like him in the first one. I think it's hilarious. Like when he's like. Oh, he's like punching Chang Tatum in the chest. He's like, ah, oh, my hands, it hurts. And then he like went to like flex on Jonah Hill. Bitch. He called him out when they're up in the hotel room. I vaguely remember that. Oh, he goes to answer the door when like the biker gang gets there. And uh-huh. he's like, ah, oh, it hurt my hands. And then he like goes to swing at Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill flinches and <laughs> bitch. He calls him out and walks away. Okay. Let me rephrase. There are some times, like I think, like... Again, I don't remember that, but I'm sure if I saw it, I would have thought that. If I remembered it, I'm sure I would have thought. I probably thought it was funny in the moment, but like, for the most, like, you know, stop stop clocks right twice a day. So like, every now and again, just because I don't always find him funny, and I never like, and again to me, it's never like it ruins a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't care that it's Rob Riggle. Like, I don't like. He's see not something. a draw for you. Exactly. I'm okay. not like. I think that's a better way of saying it. It's not like a dislike for him. It's just like, if I saw a movie like starring Rob Riggle, I probably wouldn't go. Mm. But oh, know. by the way, fucking Jake Johnson was the principal. Peter yes, B. Parker. I know. I did notice that. I immediately I'm like, hey, it's Jake Johnson. <laughs> and I, I was really hoping he would have been in more of the movie. I didn't realize that until today. Like I was like thinking about the movie as I'm watch as I'm watching the beginning of it. I'm like, who's gonna be in this movie? And then I was thinking about the principal. I was like, oh fuck, that's Jake Johnson. <laughs> Because the first time I saw it was before he was anything. I mean, he might have been on New Girl, but I, I don't like New Girl, so. No. Fucking, uh, you guys enlisted this school with 30 days left to go. You punch out a gay black student, and it's not even second period. <laughs> <laughs> a kid died last week, and neither me nor anyone is doing a thing about it. That's weird, guys. <laughs> So, <laughs> of course, then my immediate thought was when Jonah Hill went to the fucking uh, drama club, and they're like, and we're casting for Peter Pan. I'm like, with a fucking month left of class? <laughs> Is the fucking play still going on? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. They, well, they like, did that, but, I mean, Jonah point, Hill's audition wasn't super great either. <laughs> like, no, his, listen, well, his, like, his, 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 when he was high audition was 
better. He had a lot of enthusiasm. Yes. However, I don't think he sang on note one oh, time. Probably not. But... And that song was ass also. It was like a weird accordion song. Have you seen Peter Pan like the musical? No. Yeah. It's weird. Is it? Yeah, I don't I don't really care for it. Huh. But um fucking well, and then uh, Molly pointed out, it's like, why is he going to an AP chem class? Like, the AP test is probably come and gone by this point. <laughs> no, it's app chemistry. It's not oh, AP yeah, sorry. chemistry. App chemistry. <laughs> app chemistry, bitch. Where'd you learn that? <laughs> I like when he's in the class in the next one, he wasn't paying attention. The teacher asks him something. He's like, covalent bonds. It's oh, like the one really? thing you fucking remember. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I, again, I literally, I watched 21 Jump Street, I went over to Molly's folks for dinner, and we went back home and watched 22 Jump Street, <laughs> so, yeah, 21 was pretty fresh in my head still. Mm-hmm. Um, did make me want to see more of Dave Franco and stuff, like, yeah. I realized I don't see Dave Franco and all that much stuff. Have you seen Neighbors? No. Oh, well, he's in Neighbors. Huh. Uh, I got a good video with Dave Franco I could show you after this, it's a funnier Die video. It's huh. him and Christopher Mintz-Ploss. <laughs> Who are stars and neighbors, by the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen them in Superbad for fucking half a second. Yeah. <laughs> that was like eight years ago, <laughs> asshole. People don't forget. <laughs> um, I saw him in... Oh, the... yeah, and that was Jonah Hill also. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's uh, like, I have kind I mean, of a weird disconnect group. with this and Jonah Hill, with 21 oh. Jump Street and Jonah Hill, because he is so drastically different. Yeah. I, this was like this the was... first movie he did when he was thin. Because that's what I asked Molly, too. I'm like, is this the debut of skinny Jonah Hill in mm-hmm. this movie? Uh, and then 22 Jump Street was the debut of re-fat Jonah Hill. When did Wolf of Wall Street come out? Because he was fat Jonah Hill in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he had to gain 50 pounds for that movie, though. Um... Wolf of Wall Street, that was 2014 also. Oh, well, that would make sense then why he was also fat for 22 Well, it, w- it would have been the very, very end of 2014. It came out at the end of 2014, but I bet you anything these two movies filmed roughly about the same time. Well, 22 Jump Street was a summer movie, and I bet it would have been done faster than Scorsese's fucking Wolf of Wall Street. No, still. Um, either way, <laughs> Jonah Hill's, you know, you know, good for him for losing the weight. Um, you should watch the roast of james franco it was on tv recently and like the whole time every single person who goes up to roast like do the roast Uh they fucking wail on jonah hill for being fat again or for his body changing so many times (laughs) like um who is it sarah silverman she gets up there and she says uh before we all got started today, um, Seth Rogen rolled a huge fatty, which was the only way that they could get Jonah Hill up on stage. <laughs> it was really good. That's a good one. Actually, speaking of Seth Rogen, but not about making fun of Jonah Hill's weight, um, uh, when they were doing all the... the that's fake sequels, and there was like the one where it was <laughs> yeah. Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. They're like, don't mention it. And then he like calls him Jenkins later. It's Janko. Oh, sorry, uh, Janko. <laughs> yeah. And then right after Jonah Hill's back, and he's he's like, it's good what to have contract him back. Disputes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do what we do, Jenkins. <laughs> it's it's Janko. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was only like, fucking Bill Hader showing up as the chef, like, oh, at yeah. the culinary school one. <laughs> Like, honestly, maybe the end credits for 22 Jump Street might be better than the whole 22 Jump Street movie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. There were some, some really good jokes in there for the whole thing. But... Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, 
the end credits is really good. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, like Lord Miller are just like they're fucking great idea men. <laughs> oh God, yeah. As they're far like, as like coming up with stuff that's like really like catchy and funny and and just cool in do, general. Like, did they? Okay, so they didn't actually write these scripts. They just they directed. Jonah Hill actually wrote the story for. Um, he he got the story by credit for Twenty One Jump Street. I don't oh. know about Twenty Two. Did not know that. Him and Michael Bacall, I think. Yeah, that's what it's saying right there. But no, I was because like oh, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering because I mean, Lord Miller, really good, and like I, I don't remember where I read this or heard this, but it's like they're really good at taking ideas that shouldn't work mm. and making them work. Right, like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the Lego Movie, Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street. Mm-hmm. You know they. And then you get to something like uh, Spider-Verse, which I don't even think they directed. I think they just produced. Well, it was only uh, one of them, too. I think uh, I think Lord and Miller both did Spider-Verse. Really? Are you sure? I thought it was just one. Hold on. <laughs> Excuse me. But, uh... Oh, fuck. Images. Um... Where's IMDb? To the left. The first link on the left. Oh. Fuck, I love Spider-Verse. <laughs> oh, should I edit the, <laughs> the cast and crew thing? Add yourself to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil Lord got the story by. Okay. Huh. Did not know that. Um, produced. Phil, yeah, Lord and Miller okay, both Christopher produced. Christopher Miller, Phil Lord. Stanley, uh, Rip. Who directed? Um, like four guys. Uh, why the fuck is director not here? Hit Control F on your keyboard. There. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, Bob Lord... Prosciutto, Peter Ramses, and Rodney Rop Rotten. <laughs> Robbie Rotten. Rodney Rotten. Uh, okay. So Lord worked on the screenplay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then Robbie and story by. Okay. Um, so I was, I wasn't super sure of what their whole involvement was in Into the Spider-Verse, but... I mean, they were creatively like, involved for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I wasn't sure if they were just producers, or if they actually really did have a hand in it. It does look like they really had a hand, or at least, again, Phil Lord definitely did. Well, it definitely felt like it had that Lord and Miller aesthetic to it. See, and like, and again, I think a lot of their movies are, well, a lot of their movies are big ones, again as listed earlier um just rewind this like two minutes i'll say them again uh uh, chasing meatballs jump streets uh fucking legos yeah no this is why they're supposed to rewind two minutes when i listed (laughs) those off earlier some apps don't have the back 15 or whatever well i guess they're screwed then no they're not i fucking hooked them up anyways um but those ones seemed a lot would definitely seem a lot more risky than something like into the spider-verse because you're taking yeah. an established popular character. Yes, they are using a version of the character that hasn't been seen in film before. Yeah, but... and then also they're kind of... And that's kind of the genius behind it. Because it is like, alright, we get it, we're doing this thing. Because Spider-Man has been done so many times. So the, the risk is doing another Spider-Man thing. After we just had a reboot of Spider-Man like yeah. two years before that. Because that came out 2018. Uh, Civil War came out in 2016, I believe. 
Yeah. So but I would call I would call the the actual reboot for Spider Man would be Homecoming. Yeah, but anyway, we were reintroduced to a new Spider Man. There you go. So the character was rebooted. Yes. So okay, that's I mean, the risk comes from doing that once again. But the beauty of Spider Verse is it's kind of a reboot, not reboot. Yeah. It's not Peter Parker. It's part okay. of it is some of it, but and mainly be- it's Miles Morales becoming Spider Man. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's why it's kind of not a reboot, because we have all these other Spider-Men anyway. Yeah. And it self-acknowledges that we get it, but here we go again. Yeah. Well, every you guys, time they introduce the new Spider-Man. It's like, you guys know our story. Right. Even though the only one we actually knew up to that point was Peter Parker. <laughs> and Peter B. Parker. Burrito Ooh. Peter. Shamik Moore? What does he look like? He He's, doesn't look like him. He's... I, he's older than I pictured he was going to be. Yeah, but he's he three years younger than me. <laughs> oh, he's my age. I'm like, older than him. Like, by like less than a month. I'm, I'm older than him by like 15 days. Damn. <laughs> Just to me, the voice... And I know we're, we're not on Jump Street movies, but uh, the voice coming out of Miles Morales sounds like... Because what, is he supposed to be a middle schooler, I think? No, it's like he's a freshman in high school. Okay, so... Freshman in high school. It sounds like... So he's definitely got the... the, You know, he's got that groove because he does not sound like somebody... No, because he he talked about hitting puberty. So I think he was supposed to be in middle school. Okay, I think he does say junior high. So maybe he's in eighth grade. So, okay. So somewhere around that... He sounds a lot younger than uh, Shamik Moore looks. Yeah. And I'm not saying Shamik Moore looks old... He just looks older than I expected. Well, I mean, he looks like fucking Michael B. Jordan, almost. Because, like, in this picture, he looks fucking jacked and stuff, too. Yeah. And, I mean, like, he's got his facial hair going. Like, look at this one. So. Yeah, he looks old. Yeah, he <laughs> looks... old. But, but like he looks say, older than, than an 8th 14. Grader. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is, but... Right. Okay. So, so Jump Street movies. <laughs> what do you think of um, what movies have you seen with Channing Tatum in them before? <laughs> um, I saw fucking White House Down, the one he joked about. It's like, what if I was a Secret Service agent with the president in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street? When, when does he, he say that? In Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, I know, but when does he say that? Like when they're talking about doing the same thing again. Oh, really? And he's like, I could be like a Secret Service agent protecting the president. And that was White House Down. I don't know why. I just never picked that up. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen White House Down, so. It, it came out the same year as Olympus Has Fallen came out. Mm. Uh, so you kind of, you know, chose which of the two exact same movies you wanted to watch. Yeah, but I thought the trailer for fucking White House Down looked like shit anyway. Well, that's the one I saw. Well, now I can't you watch You bet Olympus. on the wrong horse. I, now I can't watch Olympus Has Fallen. It's too late. I've made my choice. <laughs> the universe has diverged and I can't go back now. How was that scene when Jamie Foxx said, Get off my Jordans. Was it super, super funny in theaters? Because it was see it super unfunny in the trailer. I didn't see it in theaters. Oh, I, really? Yeah, we rented it. James Woods was the bad guy. <laughs> well, that works for you. You don't like James Woods. I do not. <laughs> he was good as Hades, and that was about it. Hey, he's good as James Woods in Family Guy. He was. And, like and I'm really... One, the first two of those, he was good. Yeah, because the first one was just the regular first one, and the second one was the one where he stole Peter's identity, right? Yeah. All right, that was a good one. And, and then, then he showed that, up in. No, like well, and then he showed up, and then there were fewer. And then he. Before that, he was. Oh no! It was after that. 
No, he, he did dies. the Tom Tucker thing. Well, he dies, and then there were fewer. Yeah, I know. And then <laughs> he appears in the episode where Peter becomes Tom Tucker's agent, and they okay. go out to Hollywood. Uh-huh. And he's alive again for that. <laughs> he, they, like, show how he got brought back to life. And then he's also a part of Brian's, um, when Brian gets a, uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? When, a pilot. He gets a pilot deal. And oh. he makes a show called Class Holes. <laughs> it was supposed to be called something else entirely, but James Woods takes it over and <laughs> transforms the show into a shitty sitcom. But it was supposed to be a show with like a lot of heart starring Elijah Wood and his daughter. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, alright, we just want to bring in another audition just to see what it's like. And then James Woods comes in and he's like, no, he's ruined my life. Like, hey, Brian, you just got to play ball a little bit. We're just doing this as a formality. And then James Woods like doesn't really do an audition. He just says a couple of funny things. I'm like, oh my god, are you feeling what I'm feeling? He's like, no, not at all. And then they keep changing the script from there. Because <laughs> like, it was supposed to be about Elijah Wood and his young daughter and how he's balancing going to college and raising a daughter by himself. Okay. And then James Woods comes on. He's like, hey, what if me and my daughter, what if she's older and we're going to the same school? So like... He's in college, and she's in college, but she's like 18, oh. and he goes back to college, and they end up rooming together. <laughs> Class holes. <laughs> Horrible sitcom. Nice. I don't um, normally like that episode, but talking about it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, hearing about it's funny. I haven't seen the episode, so. I'm amazed Seth MacFarlane, well, I guess Seth MacFarlane doesn't really run Family Guy anymore, but, you know. What? Seth MacFarlane's politics are... He's, not quite in line. The show airs on Fox. No, I get that. <laughs> Why would he, Obviously, he doesn't care that much about the politics of it. Yeah. Part of me thinks he just says he's left so he can make pot jokes. I, I wonder how left Seth MacFarlane really is sometimes. I don't really know. The, all, you know, all you get is the Twitter feed, and that doesn't actually mean anything. Right. Anywho, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. <laughs> Before we go too far down that rabbit hole. Um... Yeah, but anyway, so that started with just me asking, what Channing Tatum movies have you seen? Yeah. Oh, it's because I'm yeah, White House down. James was the bad guy, family guy. Yeah, we don't want to recap it. Once again, they could rewind it. Oh, but I thought not everything had a fucking rewind. <laughs> Dick. Um, ooh, what uh, what 11 wins and 20 nominations did 21 Jump Street have? Holy that, shit, where? There. That banner right there. BMI Film Music Award. Fuck Casting Society of America. Ooh, Golden Schmoes Awards. What the fuck is Golden Schmoes? <laughs> I think it's the. Oh, it I think it's trailer. I think it's the Schmoes Knows YouTube channel. IGN Summer Movie Awards, MTV. Best on-screen transformation. What? Best on-screen oh, transformation Johnny to Johnny Depp. Depp. <laughs> he won. Best gut-wrenching performance of Jonah Hill and Rob Riggle. Oh, when he shoots him in the dick, I bet. Probably. Oh, God, that was one of my favorite parts in 2. Um, not anybody getting shot in the dick. But uh, when... Because uh, in the first one, Channing Tatum takes the bullet for Jonah Hill. <laughs> and then Jonah Hill tries to take the bullet for him, but he jumps way too early. Yeah. And Channing Tatum gets shot in the arm again. <laughs> And then later when he's going to like, he's like, just shoot me. It's fine. It's just graze me. And he jumps out of the way at the last second. It ricochets. It's <laughs> like, oh, man. Ow. Channing Tatum doesn't get enough roles, in my opinion. Not enough, like, 
leading roles in stuff that aren't like rom-coms or like well that's the problem he's actually really really funny well he's funny he's a good actor yeah and like there was a quick succession of movies um where it's like oh channing tatum's in this kind of like spoiler alert he's in hateful eight for like five minutes oh yeah i i do forget that he's in that yeah and it's like it would have been interesting to see more of channing tatum in that movie um, and he was in fucking Hail Caesar, which was an interesting movie. I remember uh, the trailer. I still haven't seen it. It's not... Don't go off the trailers, because it's... No, I know. does not even come close to actually representing what the movie was. That's what I've heard. Um, but Channing Tatum wasn't really in that that much, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I feel bad for Channing Tatum. It's like, come on, dudes. Like, give him a fucking chance. Well, I mean, the movie he did with Rachel McAdams was pretty big when that came out, but that's another which rom-com. One? It's the one where she fucking busts her head and doesn't remember that she's married to Channing Tatum. Is it a Nicholas Sparks one? Probably. It might be. Yeah, so. Don't know. I can't remember what it's called. It was an alright movie, but... Yeah. Um, but, uh... fucking... I mean, he was in Magic uh, Mike and Magic Mike XXL. Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah, um, I couldn't remember what the sequel was called. So, I, and I've heard and he was then good in he that. He was like but... in Step Up when that fucking came out a million years ago. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's like a really funny actor. I wish he would do more comedy shit. Actually, yeah. I think he's a great. I mean, like if you're if I'm trying to think like recently a decent action comedy, and maybe it's just recency because I just saw them. But both of these are great action comedies, mm-hmm. and I really think that's like perfect for Channing Tatum. Yeah. Is like action comedy. Well, White House Down? Well, it's not supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> it kind of was. The trailer made it seem funny. Um, a little bit, but not, it was more leaning towards action than action comedy. It was like a Die Hard level of comedy was supposed to be in it. Because yeah. I wouldn't call Die Hard an action comedy, but Die Hard definitely has jokes in it. That's true. That's true. I'm going to see what Channing Tatum's up to. <laughs> oh, yeah, just text him. Let me know if he wants to hang out later. Hey, Channing. <laughs> Channing Tate Yum. Yeah, know. so he does appear in um, that movie. This is the end. Uh, I'm just curious as to what he's... Oh, shit, I forgot. He was he was in fucking Foxcatcher. That was a fucking movie. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. That I did was... forget he was in that, too. Is he the one who gets shot, or is um, Mark Ruffalo the one who gets shot? It's Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Because Mark Ruffalo stole Channing Tatum back from... That's right. What's his nuts? Uh, well, in production, uh, there's a movie called America the Motion Picture where he will be playing George Washington. Um, <laughs> and then he's going to be in that uh, movie Free Guy with uh, Ryan Reynolds where he's like an NPC in a like an online game that's getting shut down. Oh, okay. Yeah. The bank teller discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open world video game. Never mind. I thought... It, I thought I thought it was that he was being shut down, that he discovers that. But uh, it's got the guy who plays uh, fucking Steve Harrington on it, too. Joe Carey. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Well, there was a rumor a long time ago that Channing Tatum was going to play a young Walt Disney also. Well, I mean... Which might have been a thing that just got shut down, but... Possibly. I saw... I'm sure you've seen the fake poster where it's uh, Ryan Gosling as a young... Walt no. Disney? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I only found that one. I saw a Channing Tatum one. That's why I said that. Uh, hold on. This one. Hold on. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
Oh, there he is with uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, oh! <laughs> yes. Great, now we're going to get sued by Disney. I know I saw this at one time. It may have gotten so far fucking buried. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Gambit movie's never going to happen. Oh, it's not? <laughs> Fuck no, not at this point. Well, it's I been pushed back and pushed back. No matter how bad he's wanted to play the character, it's probably not going to happen. And now that Disney owns it, it's probably really not going to happen. I don't know. I could see them making more of like a Gambit show for him. No, well, maybe. They've got to incorporate mutants in first, so... That was a good scene. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I could see, um, like, them making an X-Men show with Gambit appearing in it, you know? Well, who was the guy who played Gambit in uh, X-Men Origins? I don't know. I didn't see it. You didn't see X-Men Origins? No. What the fuck is wrong with you? What do you mean, what the fuck is wrong with me? I've heard I it's mean, bad. Yeah, it's not good, but how did you go through life not seeing it? You love superhero movies. I do. I heard it was bad, so I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm also not going to watch X-Men Apocalypse. Or fucking you X-Men... You have seen Apocalypse either? No. I liked Apocalypse, actually. And I also heard... It's better X than Dark Fiefful. Yeah, and Dark Phoenix was trash. And like I've, I've heard all these things, so I know not to watch these movies. Oh, shit, he was in Kingsman. That was another one. That's the other movie oh, I was thinking of. He's yes. in Kingsman, The Golden Circle, and he was fucking out of commission, like, immediately. That's the that's the one where I then, after that, I'm like, come on, give fucking Channing Tatum a chance, people. Yeah, but like, then stop he, doing he that becomes him. the foreign exchange student to the other Kingsman. Or he joins the Kingsman, though, yeah, after that. but you know what's happening, though? They're probably not going to get a sequel. They are. It's called The Kingsman. It's a prequel set during World War One. Oh, that sounds interesting, though. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see it. It's just <laughs> not... We're not getting more Channing Tatum. <laughs> but see, doesn't this guy kind of look like Channing Tatum a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. He played Gambit in the X-Men Origins. Okay. Let's see. Um, Just one second. Are, are, are we pausing? Yes, I have to pause. Okay, guys, we're back. Sorry we had to take a small break. Channing Tatum just came to my door because we said his name too many times. Yes. And he, was, he thought since John felt bad for him that we might have a role for him in our new movie. But actually, I don't think there's anyone he could play. So I decided to write in a small part and he, he will be killed everybody. off very soon. <laughs> you want him to play everyone like yes. Nick in his new video? Exactly. By the way, people, go to Friction Makes Fire and check out a new video by good friend and friend of the podcast, Nicholas Laudacena. Yes. Nicholas A. Laudacena. It says so on his degree. Um, yeah, he just put out a new video that was a, inspired by fucking Red Dead 2. <laughs> it's also our old channel from school. So. Yeah. A game that Nick Lodacina swore up and down was a much better game than God of War, having never played God of War. Oh, yeah. And now that I've played both, I'm on my third playthrough of God of War, and I still have not finished my first of Red Dead Redemption 2. I played Red Dead 2 for like an hour, and I was like, this isn't fun. Oh, see, I really enjoy Red Dead 2, but I like God of War more. Well, it's just not fun for me, because I fucking hate the tapping mechanic i get that it's so annoying i understand it is yeah i'm not gonna argue that i mean like i play the witcher and it's so much better like oh. you just tap it once you're in a new fucking level of speed tap it again you're in a faster level of speed oh yes you got a wars one hell no yeah you don't have yeah you, you just click the left analog stick in while you're running mm -hmm. yeah that's perfect is it that one yeah yeah most everywhere. games do it that way and yeah. there's kind of a fucking reason you know there was a time when people tried to use the right analog stick for something other than 
fucking camera work. What would it have been? I don't know. I'm like I've, I know I've played a game and I can't think what it is. So if, other than like a twin stick shooter, there's no reason that a the twin stick shooter where left moves you and right shoots, but oh, it's all, but yeah. the camera never moves. So then you need that. So then the right hand. So like you can move left and shoot right type of a deal. Yeah, it's perfect for like tank games. Exactly, stuff like that. Because like if you've ever played Crash Bash, like there's that one level where you're in a tank and you're on mm -hmm. a grid. You have to move like the tank with the left joystick, and the right joystick turns the gun. Yep. See, that's fine. If the camera doesn't need to move, then the right analog stick is free to do something else. Yeah. But if the camera moves at all, that's the right stick's job. It's just what it's good for. But also, the problem with the right stick is like the fucking you know it, whether it be Y X A B or fucking square triangle circle X, mm -hmm. like you hit those buttons so much more. Like, the right joystick is perfect for camera movement because you just adjust it real quick and then you can go exactly. back to your fucking action buttons. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. Yeah. But you just said the problem with the right joystick. I know. That is and the problem with the right joystick is that you have to use the action buttons so much more than, like, well, like I'm saying, because you mentioned that at one time people tried to use the right joystick for more than just camera movement or, yes. like, a twin stick shooter. That'd be impossible because you have to use the action buttons so much more yes. than the fucking right joystick. And if you're preoccupied with your thumb on the right joystick, how are you going to use those fucking buttons? Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You'd be fucking doing Nintendo 64 style holding onto that one fucking prong Which on the right. probably why they tried to make that controller that way. I don't know. I never owned an N64. Played oh, it a little like bit, it. but I never owned it. I just got one like five years ago. Nice. <laughs> but I didn't have one when I was a kid. I'd had to go over to my cousin's to play it. Gotcha. So, the Jump Street movies. Yes. <laughs> Final uh, Verdict. Good movies. First yeah. one's better. Rob Riggle is, you know, whatever. He was okay. He was there. Well, I Roger. like Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle, if you're listening to this, please do come on to the podcast again. I'm sure you're a wonderful person. Just, you know, whatever when you're in movies. You're a dick. <laughs> what? Rob Riggle, I like you. And me and you will have a special No John podcast. <laughs> you go ahead and do that. Yeah, I would. All right, what would you do if he contacted me? He's like, all right, I'll do it, but then I just won't show up. And I will listen to that episode and be like, "Wow, see, this is what Rob Riggle's like when he's not acting." <laughs> he's actually bland in podcasts, kind of not bland, but like he hasn't done like a lot of them. Uh -huh. But he went on Burt Kreischer's podcast. Burt okay. Kreischer's the comedian. I don't know if you. Know I'm him. aware of. All right, he's the machine. Um. He robbed a train with the Russian Mafia when he was 18 years old. Hmm. 23. Yeah, he's in college. You know, I took a train and I was in Chicago this weekend. And I thought about that. It's like, why does nobody rob trains anymore? <laughs> because trains easily stopped. And if you're on the tracks, good luck getting off. Especially in Chicago if you're on the L train. No, no, no. no. This was like from Harvard to Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Suppose you could. I'm like, why does nobody rob trains anymore? Well, try getting off the train. I mean, get off the train the same fucking way they did in the old west, man. You fucking jump from it onto your horse. Yeah, if you're gonna rob a train <laughs> with a horse, John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is there a different way to rob trains? You're supposed to. You and your posse no, are supposed to ride alongside. Don't it. rob trains anymore. You, trains go faster than the way they were, when they were steam engines. Why don't you go rob the bullet train when that gets made, John? We'll see that happen, huh? <laughs> All right, that's different, but... <laughs> You're ridiculous. You ain't robbing no train on a horse these days. Whatever. And you wouldn't rob a subway because you're fucking trapped in a tube. And also yeah. subways don't take money. 
That's part of it. Most of them don't fucking take cash anymore. Yeah, but here's the thing is you don't rob the fucking cash from the train. You rob the people on the train. Yeah, I don't care cash time. ever. You get credit cards nowadays. Then it gets fucking canceled and immediately you take, and, and they you can track you. the phone. <laughs> you take all the you take all the valuable possessions. If you rob a credit card, you're gonna get fucking tracked down wherever you use that credit card. Oh, he went here and fucking bought a cheese pizza. Then he went over here and bought a diamond bracelet. <laughs> you had to dump it quick. Yeah, you buy the cheese pizza and throw it away, <laughs> and you use somebody else's credit card to get to the buy diamond. the pepperonis <laughs> for that cheese pizza. <laughs> exactly. I, I'd like to split the payment for this pizza over <laughs> seven cards, please. It's a well, that that actually would be the most courteous thing to do. Yeah. Look, I know I just robbed these people. It was pretty traumatic. I'm not going to also add a $21 charge to their cards. They each get $3. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I'm just hungry. He went through the entire effort of robbing a train to buy one cheese pizza. Doesn't even have any toppings. Cheese is a topping. All right, when you're like on a website, like yeah. ordering a pizza, and it like says cheese is separate from toppings. I know. No, but I'm saying like there's an option to put no cheese on your fucking pizza. Who's getting a pizza without cheese? Lactose intolerant people. Then they're fucking stupid. Don't eat pizza. The reason pizza is good cause, is because of cheese. Like cheese and sauce okay. is the most. No no, 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 no. Pizza is not good because of cheese. Pizza is greater than the the sum of its parts like that the pizza well, is yeah. all these bits working together it's not and just when there's the no cheese, cheese there it fucking falls apart that's why you need everything on the pizza like, I know. Like there's all the important parts. it's like you you know you can also get them without sauce right and that's fucked up too yeah i know okay so it's have not just the, the cheese have you seen the one where someone ordered a pizza with no sauce no cheese and only hamburger <laughs> so it was just like crumbled up bits of hamburger on bread <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on it's Facebook an, a few years ago. It's an open-faced fucking burger. What do you want? <laughs> Let me look it up real quick. Oh. Uh, pizza, no. But anyways, sauce. I was in Chicago to see uh, how did this get made. No cheese left beef. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no cheese left beef. Beef on the left. There. <laughs> No cheese, no sauce left beef. <laughs> it looks like one of like the cookies you can buy from one <laughs> yeah, of those places. Fun fact, that's how they make those cookies. <laughs> it's pizza dough and hamburger. Here's just ham. <laughs> uh, doesn't that look appetizing? Yeah, there's left beef. I think this is the one I've seen. <laughs> None pizza with left beef is <laughs> 10 years old today. And that God damn. And that was put. When was that article thing published? Let's right. Click on that. This Buzzfeed. They might be lying. Twenty seventeen. <laughs> so Shit. Twelve years old. Ah. Okay. So. <laughs> I forgot it was called left beef because the beef was only on the left side of it. <laughs> Someone was either high or really bored. <laughs> you know what's funny? One time, um, I don't know if you ever heard of Topper's Pizzas. They've yes. kind of most of them have gone out of business now. Really? Mm-hmm. They were big, like they were big in the Calvin. I was there. Yeah, they were big in Chicago too, but a lot of them closed in Chicago. Mm. But uh, we had sucked. one that was right across the what? Go ahead. The sauce sucked. No, I said sucks to suck. Oh, 
We had one right across the street from us, and one night, I just for the hell of it, I ordered a pepperoni pizza, but I asked them to make the pepperonis in the shape of Pac-Man. Okay. <laughs> and I went there to pick it up, and they're like, oh, you had the Pac-Man pizza? Is that for something? I was like, no, I just wanted to see if you guys do it. And then they looked all disappointed. <laughs> they really wanted there to be a reason. I was like, no, I was just curious if you do it. <laughs> they're like, oh. They okay. throw the pizza away in front of you? They looked like they wanted to spit on it. <laughs> they're like, God, fuck this dude. <laughs> Like, I brought the only little bit of joy to their shift, and they're like, we didn't do that for anything? <laughs> you should have lied to them, man. Well, I didn't want to be dishonest. Isn't that good enough reason? I was just curious if they'd do it. Apparently, it was not a good enough I reason. I wanted a Pac-Man pizza. I want to, like, order pizzas over the phone now and just say, can I get that with left beef? <laughs> Sorry, what? Left beef. Not right beef. <laughs> Then you. That was weird. Sorry, we heard yeah. a weird sound from out the Aliens. door. Aliens. <laughs> for those of you who can't tell, John just put up the hand motion for aliens. Um, you know, since I went to the bathroom, we really have not talked about the twenty-one Jump Street, twenty-two Jump Street. Again, movies. we talked about Robert Riggle and how he's fine. <laughs> I think he's better than fine. I think he's okay. <laughs> Actually, I was going to change mine to like just be, he's okay. No, I think he's good. I like Rob Riggle. He's... I think he's funny boy. There's nothing in it that has been elevated because of Rob Riggle. In the movies, you're saying? Yeah, there's nothing, I well, think. in I, your opinion. Again, there's nothing that I have seen that Rob Riggle was in that was elevated because Rob Riggle was in it. Well, part of the, like, the Rob Riggle thing is maybe he doesn't, like, elevate the movie as a whole, but he has memorable parts for the movies he's in. Like, okay, if you see, I mean, it might not have the same effect on you now because you're seeing it so late, and also, you've probably heard it before, but the fucking stepbrothers, pow, that part, fucking hilarious. <laughs> you haven't heard that at all? No. Okay. <laughs> well, then I'm glad that that's just a little bit of dose to what you might think Rob okay. Riggle does in see, stepbrothers. Maybe that might be funny. I don't know. <laughs> Again, like, he was in The Hangover, and, like, oh, yeah. his scene... Not up in here! His scene was not made funny because of Rob Riggle. Like, the bit with the tasers was not funny because Rob Riggle was in it. The situation was funny, and Rob Riggle was there, but it wasn't because of Rob Riggle that the situation was funny. Uh, what other movie have I seen him in? His scenes in The Other Guys were more funny because of Will Ferrell and fucking Marky Mark than uh, than, than because of Rob Riggle. You have got IMDb open I, yeah, right there. I want it to stay there. Okay, but then why does 21 Jump Street have to suffer? It doesn't. I've still got the tab right fucking here. Yeah, but it's not on the screen right now. You're not. I'm taking you off of this podcast. You can't. It's my podcast. Uh, no, it's not. I'm getting Rob Riggle on this. How many podcasts have you edited? <laughs> Three. <laughs> it, it had to have been like four. Is it really? Maybe five. Huh. Okay, let's see. I don't fucking remember which ones I did. Ark of the Aardvark. <laughs> um, the, that name just made me giggle. Uh, let's see. Let's go back a ways. Let's go back a little further. Oh. Okay. He's in the UCB. Um, pushing Tom. Uh, oh, he's on the Chappelle show. Like the terrorist. Saturday Night Live. The Office. Arrested Development, lovely. Okay, so there's Talladega Nights, <laughs> unaccompanied minors. I remember when that came out. Um, Step Brothers, Hangover. Uh, let's see. 
Gary Unmarried. Oh, yeah, I forgot he played uh, uh, Jay Moore's brother in the show Gary Unmarried. Um, <laughs> the other guys. Uh, oh, he's on Chuck. Um, <laughs> when Harry Met Sally 2 with Billy Crystal. What? Oh, it's a video short. Okay. <laughs> 30 Rock. Larry Crown. Larry Crown. That was the fucking Tom Hanks movie, wasn't it? Larry Crown? Yes. Um. <laughs> Big Miracle, H.G. Gloves. The Lorax. 21 Chump Street. Oh, he was on the show Wilfred. Forgot about that. The Cleveland Show. NTSF SDSUV. Oh, he played Rob Riggle on the show Marin. Isn't that Mark Marin's show? Yes. It's his version of Louie that he got on IFC. Gotcha. Marry Me. Oh, Marry Me. That was a good show. You know what, though? I feel like he was in more movies, but I'm not seeing ones that sound familiar as much. Yeah. Huh. Oh, see, like, and he might be fine on Drunk History, but it's he, he wouldn't be doing the actual, like, fucking dialogue. Yeah, but that's why it would be funny because of him. Then why would he be good on Drunk History? It's I mean, be, it'd a be lot because of people... you see his face and you think of him how he's funny. Well, you okay, see him again, out a, see, like, a that's the thing. Person. I've actually seen the Atlanta episode and I don't remember him on it, but I would watch. I mean, I'd watch that one again just to see his bit on it. Oh, he's in all oh, the series for Big Hero 6. He's in Captain Underpants. Oh, he's on the show Fancy Nancy? Get the fuck out of here. He's on one episode. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Schooled. Huh. Weird. You know, I really thought he was in Dad. more shit. Yes, uh, and yeah, so I'm just like... He's been on American Dad since 2009. Man in the Moonbounce. Uh, I don't recognize these episodes. Me neither. The People versus Martin Sugar. Oh, he plays the prosecutor. Huh. Huh. Neat. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so. I like Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle, you were invited onto the podcast, and so we can't get... Uh, who are some of the people we can't get on the podcast? Since Stallone. Some other people. We should make yeah, a we've list. We've had some other ones. Yeah, I don't remember. But I we think they're mostly guys. <laughs> yeah. I think I may have done my uh, Angelina Jolie rant on this podcast. I don't know. She's probably not allowed. I don't want her on. Okay. Everyone acts like she's so hot. I don't think she's that hot. Okay. Well, what do you think? Do you think Angie, Angelina Jolie's hot? I'm indifferent. Okay. Well, see, that's like how I am. Like, I'll acknowledge she's pretty. She's... Hollywood pretty, but I don't think she's hot. She's an attractive woman, but... Not to me. Oh, then everybody's got their own opinion. Exactly. I think Chris Evans is an attractive man, so, you know. <laughs> I think Rob Riggle's an attractive man. Good for you. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Chris uh, Evans, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. No. I will not have Captain America on the podcast. Okay, well, you can have your episode with Rob Riggles, and I'll have my episode with Chris Rob Evans. Riggle! There's what? not many of them. There's only one Riggle. Sorry. And don't try and wriggle your way out of this argument. Anyways. Um, let's talk about 22 Jump Street for a minute. So, let's. 
Yeah, because we mostly talked about 21 Jump Street. We talked about both of them. A little interchangeably. So, uh, I want to talk about the blonde chick who keeps saying how old Jonah Hill is. Yes. I thought She's I'd... fairly fucking old herself. She's not, like, super young either. Is she in that movie, Britney Runs a Marathon? Is that her in that one? Uh, I don't know. Here, let me fuck up my IMDb page for you. Her name's Jillian Bell. Um... Rough Night, Inherent Vice. Oh, I heard Inherent Vice was really good. Did you ever see that? I have not seen that one. Oh, okay. What show? Oh shit, she's gonna be in uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah. Uh, it's called Britney Runs a Marathon. Is it old? No, it's like coming out this year. Nope, doesn't yeah. look. Like it. Oh, yeah, right that's there. Right. She plays cool. I haven't heard of that. What is that? Uh, I don't know. I just I literally had seen an ad for it like that day, and then like is this I was supposed to be Run Fat Boy Run, but with a girl. I maybe. <laughs> Is that the Simon Pegg movie? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that was the first non-Cornetto trilogy thing that I had seen Simon Pegg in. I, uh, I've only seen the end of it. I haven't seen the whole movie, but I wanted to watch it. Yeah, there were some funny parts, but I can't remember any of them, so, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, look at that. She's one year older than Jonah Hill, or one year younger than Jonah Hill. But she's calling him out for being yeah. super fucking old. Oh, yeah, Mike. Wait, what did she say? Yeah, I'm really close to my grandfather. Yeah, too. that's right. <laughs> uh, Foreshadowing. Unless the ghost was supposed to be her dad. Oh, it's her dad. Okay. I was going to say. Because if you're supposed to be her grandfather. No. Foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm really close with my grandfather. What does he say? Me and her. Are, he's just like, oh, you know, we've been talking a lot. And she's like, yeah, I'm really close with my grandfather, too. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, they're all me. funny, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, I'm actually amazed you caught up with me <laughs> when she was running away at the end. Oh. <laughs> Jonah Hill catches her. What about when they start, like, making out? <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that joke went just a little too long. Oh, really? Just a little too long. And then it didn't do the family... <laughs> then it didn't do the family guy thing where it goes so long it gets funny again. Yeah, I don't know if I buy into the whole it goes so long it gets funny again. Oh, like, yeah. As much anymore. Fucking the the original where he like trips well, yeah, and the, hits his ankle. Ah, yeah, because yeah, sure, it's like I don't, it's funny. I don't buy into new it's, ones anymore. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like this one potentially could have been, <laughs> but it didn't get there. I don't know how that could have ever gotten there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought she was good. I I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Just not as much as the first one. Right. I, I wish there was. I wish there was slightly more Nick Offerman. Um, yeah. I would like to have however much money that Nick Offerman made for his fucking like probably two days of filming, two maybe <laughs> three days of filming for both movies. Yeah. I bet he got paid like. I bet he got paid like fifty grand. You think so? I was thinking like a hundred. I don't know if he'd quite get paid a hundred. This was still in the midst of Parks and Rec, so he yeah. could probably command a bit more than fifty. Yeah. Either way, either way. For, like, what, are we like talking? Are we like talking per day, or are we talking? No, not total? per day. I'm talking okay. like he probably walked away with like fifty grand. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm thinking maybe a hundred for everything. Maybe a hundred because in Hollywood you take half and half goes to taxes. Yeah. So. So I, either, either way, way like fifty. I would. Li- <laughs> I would like that much money just to have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you would. Not even for you like, would turn it down, John. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I really wish I could work that little and make that much money. <laughs> Not that he doesn't work hard. It's just like actual like amount of time spent on that set was right. versus how much money was made. 
yeah, the most money I made per hour was I'm were I did a I did this uh, shoot for a graduation where I was a camera operator and I technically made thirty dollars an hour. Shit, which was sick, but it was only five hours. Still, but I made one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, no, that's not bad. Uh, fucking, I topped out at like sixteen something when I was working at Verizon. Oh really? Yeah. Now I'm at fourteen fifty something, like fourteen fifty six or some shit. Which I'm is getting thirteen dollars, dude. <laughs> I wish I was making 13 part-time when I was when I was part-time. You want to work at Target? No. <laughs> Unless I can do it full-time for a little bit more money. You'll probably have a full-time job open. For more money? I mean, you'll get all the benefits. Okay, for more money, though? What's the question? I don't know. How are the benefits? They give you pretty much fucking everything. Nice. Is it PPO and HMO? Is it HSA? Don't call me a homo, okay? That's not I didn't. cool. It's 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you don't say something, it's never going to get fixed. What? When he's when they're driving away and he's like, "Why did you mess that up?" And because they're driving in like the helmet car. Oh. And he's like, "Cause it's if you don't oh. say something." <laughs> yeah. You took one health and human sexuality course. <laughs> what did he say that set him off? I can't remember now. And the guy's like, "Oh, it's just a couple of fags." And he's like, "Oh, no, no, you could say it's like it's 2014. Oh, it's just you can't a couple say of homos blowing each other." I think that's what he said. No, no. Did he say fags? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because that set him off. I also like earlier in the movie though when he's like, I just found out I used to say a lot of homophobic slurs in high school. Did you know that? He's like, yeah, most of them were directed at me. <laughs> I will say I really like the sequence in 21 Jump Street when they decide to be friends. Oh yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, like, okay, I'll say this. I really like the editing of these movies. Yes. Like that's where I like notice a lot of like the, or so it might not necessarily be, um, Phil and Lord, you know, that give it that aesthetic. Uh, Lord and Miller. Phil and Lord. Phil and Lord oh, yeah, is his Phil name. Lord. <laughs> so it might not be like Lord and Miller that are behind that, but a lot of their projects have that feel to them. Yes. And I very much like that kind of like... Rapid editing. Yeah. I loved when they were in their room, like showing the stuff that they had. This, what was it? This hot dog thing my mom got me. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hilarious. Like, it was like something like hilarious way to cook bacon or something. Yes. Oh, yeah, it was a bacon cooker. That's right. <laughs> beanbag chair. Oh, dude, I fucking miss my beanbag chair from college. Oh, the one you had in Columbia? Yeah, dude. That was a the nice seven fucking... foot beanbag yeah, chair. Yeah, that was a nice beanbag chair. Dude, that was so pimp. I slept on that probably more than I slept in my own bed. Actually. Nice. Because I like to watch TV at night. That's fine. It was a perfect spare bed and stuff for when you'd come over too. Where was your dorm located? Was it anywhere near uh, Ida B. Wells Street? Well, yeah, I think so. By Wells Street, I W Wells. I Ida B. I D A. Oh, Ida Wells Street. Yeah, I swear it's a there was a B. Maybe not. I don't I know. Don't... I remember it being by Wells and Adams. Because uh, when I was in Chicago this weekend, we stayed in a in a hostel that was. The, our room had a view of Columbia College. Like, we were, like, at the same level as one of them, but it looked like it was offices mostly. It doesn't look like it was a dorm. But this was okay. on, uh, fuck, I don't know what street that would have been off the top of my head. Maybe State? State? Might have been. Because my dorm was right on State. But here's the thing. Columbia College is spread out over two miles also. Yeah. Well, Because there's we... one building that's way fucking south. It's a fucking nightmare to get to, but luckily must, didn't have that, any classes in it. That must have been state that our, our room overlooked. 
Because I'm pretty certain that was the fucking road we took all the way down to the Chicago Theater, so. Oh, you went to the Chicago Theater? Yeah. Okay. Went and saw How Did This Get Made Live. Yeah. Shout out to... How was uh, that, by the way? It was fucking great. Yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> did they do any kind of meet and greet afterwards? Uh, For, like, VIP Oh, tickets. really? You had to get yeah. the special ticket? Yeah. That's lame. That's yeah, fine. I'm... Here's the thing. So we got the, we got the late show one. Oh, it was nice. supposed to go from 10 to 11.30. The first show didn't get out until, like, quarter to 10. Hmm. And then uh, the people who worked at the uh, at the venue, they're like, hey, they just got out. We have to let everybody else out first before you guys can come in. I hate that fucking policy. I get it, though. I get it. I just I get, hate it. It, it, it sucks. Well, it does suck when, so, you know, the Chicago Theater, its entrance is like halfway down the block. Like, it's like down the down the road between intersection and intersection. It's like halfway. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's like the entrance. So the line went from the entrance, left of the entrance, and then it went, to the end of the street, to where the intersection is, curved around the building, went all the way down to the next street, yep. and then curved around the building at least halfway down the building again. Yeah, dude. When I went and saw Tom Segura, it was crazy. We walked... The, the line was like three blocks. Jesus. It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And, like, it's... When we started walking to the line, like, you're seeing people still leaving. It's like, God damn it. Like, I, it's probably like a fire capacity thing. Probably. Oh, absolutely. I guarantee it. But... Because you let two shows worth. I mean, the Chicago Theater was sold out for both shows. Really? Yes. Wow. So that's to, that's pretty crazy for a podcast show. Yeah. So to put that many, because there was like thirty five hundred people in there. Right. So to put fucking seven thousand people in that place is probably a fire hazard. <laughs> so they wanted to get everybody out first, and then let us. And once the line got moving, it was we were in no problem. Yeah. And then they have like. When they're letting people in, they have like three entrances you can go through. Three entrances like for side just... entrances and the main front entrance. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But they were like, if you've already bought your ticket, or if you're not like picking up a physical ticket, if you just got digital ones, right down here. Yeah. And that's what we had. Nice. Oh, so much fun though. We got out. It didn't start until like maybe 1030. And then uh, we didn't get out until like probably like 1230. Oh, dope. It was <laughs> so much fucking fun. They yeah. talked about Space Jam. Right, yeah, that's right. And none of them had seen it until that day. Oh, what? How? Because they're all older than us. I guess. They didn't watch it as kids. Yeah, well, one of them was 16 when it came out. So it was like they weren't interested at that point. So then they Still, all watched I mean, they the would have all of... watched Looney Tunes when they were a kid. Yeah, but they weren't interested in this movie. I would go watch a Looney which, Tunes movie now. I mean, I would too, but they weren't. I'm just yeah. surprised, yeah. is all. And they all hated it. <laughs> they hated it? Yeah. That's a bummer. Well, yeah. And, like, of course, the audience was all, like, fucking pro this movie. Mm-hmm. And, because, like, they well, were Well, it's Michael t- Jordan in Chicago. There's that. And also, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever listened to How Did This Get Made, but, like, at the top of the, the podcast episodes, because uh, it's Paul Shear, uh, June Diane Raphael, and uh, Jason Manzukis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Paul Shear is, like, the host host. Like, he, uh, like kind of moderates and has the hosting and all that shit mm-hmm. um so like he always opens and he like says a little bit about it and like makes a joke about it and then he's like we saw whatever so you know what that means and then they play the fucking theme song um and what, what was his one um for this one he's uh, he said uh oh, fuck what was it something like uh trigger warning if you were a now, if you're like a millennial boy, you're probably going to have issues with this podcast. 
Something like that. <laughs> but it was way funnier when he said it. Did they have any like redeeming things to say about the movie? They actually kind of, they actually said for what he for what he was doing, Michael Jordan was not a bad actor. Because when you consider the fact that he is alone in a green room acting against nothing. Right. <laughs> and they actually showed a behind the scenes of like one of the bits where he was playing basketball at the end. And it's a green screen room, and this is early green screen where everybody just wears like the green like uh speed suit things where it's just that onesie yeah. thing. <laughs> And they made jokes several times, like, Michael Jordan, to this day, probably has nightmares about being in an empty green room <laughs> with people dressed in green, not talking to him, but, like, crowding around him. <laughs> That's funny. So, and it is kind of creepy, but, like, there's, like, the whole scene where, like, he's, like, uh, where Lola Bunny shows up, and then, like, Michael Jordan, like, talks to Bugs for a moment or something, and they're like, remember, Michael Jordan is in a room by himself. <laughs> Do they play clips from the movie? Yeah. Okay. They play clips and uh, they played the fucking theme. Fucking Space the Jam. Fly Like an Eagle? Or no, no, Jam, Space if you wanna That play. one. Okay. Come on, here, you wanna slay. Um, and then they have a segment called Second Opinions where it's uh, five-star reviews from Amazon. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> and one person put... The title for one of them was MJ's gift to the world <laughs> and they're like i believe it's something along the lines of like i believe that every person is put on this planet for a reason and it's like basically michael jordan had to play three you know had to have the three-peat then go play ba- baseball for a little while and then have another three-peat in order for this movie to have ever happened even though <laughs> even though the movie happened before his second three-peat apparently <laughs> but uh yeah it was uh yeah so it's like this 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 is the reason Michael Jordan was put on this planet was to make fucking Space Jam. And what's better is at the top of the review that the person says Space Jam is definitely in the top 37 of movies of all time for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which means Space Jam is number 37. Well, like, yeah, like if, if you, you said for it to be that specific, yeah, yeah, you would have to call it the 37. Like if you said it's in my top 10, it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you say my top 37, it's because it's the fucking 37th movie. <laughs> Unless it's 36 and he's going to put the new Space Jam at 37. Good bit. <laughs> With uh, LeBron. Lebanon. And uh, Don Cheadle. Apparently he's going to be playing the bad guy. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I can buy Don Cheadle as a bad guy. See, the only experience I really have with Don Cheadle is from the MCU, for the most part. And yeah. then uh, fucking the Oceans movies. Oh, I forgot he's in those. I think of him also from the fucking Adam Sandler movie when Adam Sandler's family dies in 9-11, Rain Over Me. Never saw it. Well. Spoiler alert. That's a fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's one of those where it's like, man, this just keeps getting sadder and sadder. And it's like, there's not really much of an arc to this movie. (laughs) Just (laughs) Just kind of. Just depression? That's really it. Because Adam Sandler's also like not there mentally either. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of. it's almost like an I Am Sam level movie. Oh. It's like, God damn, is this going to get any better? Not really. It doesn't yeah, feel like it. That's never a great sign. Like you there's know, a scene where Adam Sandler like takes an unloaded gun and pulls it on a cop to try and get the cop to kill him because he doesn't want to live anymore. Nice. But he can't bring himself to commit suicide. And then he gets put in a mental institution. It's like, Jesus Christ, Adam Sandler. <laughs> is he trying for an Oscar on this one? He must have been. I don't know. I mean, like... He still does a good job in the movie. He's a good actor. Yeah. But fuck, dude. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Remember Me? 
with uh, Robert Pattinson, I think it is. No, uh, Lada told me about it, though. Where it fucking, like, At completely, the end of the movie. out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way, it's 9-11, and he works in the Twin Towers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I heard that was a good, like, twist, though, to it. Like, because you don't expect it at all, right? You're right. That's a good twist in that you don't see it coming, but it's a shitty twist because they didn't earn it. Oh, you don't think so? No, fuck no. You watch that whole movie, at no point do you ever, like, suspect that might happen. Like, if they, like... That's because the people at that time didn't expect it either, Yeah, no, I get that. But as a movie-going audience, it's like... Okay, imagine if fucking... The movie Titanic came out five years after the fucking Titanic sank. But instead of it being like the Titanic, it's this romance movie where they're fucking like still in England or whatever. And then the end of the movie, one of them gets on the Titanic. <laughs> and you have no idea. So you're making me laugh show. both about the Titanic and 9-11. This is not good. <laughs> speaking of, 9-11 is on Wednesday. I thought you were about to say, speaking of, 9-11 didn't happen. <laughs> no. I but that's know. your opinion. I won't bring that up I on mean, this podcast. Look, it's all holograms, all right? The government just wants to control what you think. Right? Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. It's holograms do. <laughs> steel beams don't melt jet fuel, all right? Don't they? No. Oh. Um, but yeah, anyway. 9-11 is in three days. It is. Two days. It's Wednesday, right? I forgot. You don't... You, never forget, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was the joke. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's on Wednesday. Okay. Tomorrow's the 10th. And then one day after the 10th is the 11th. And well, it also his birthday is tomorrow. Oh, I thought you were about to say 9-11. I was like, <laughs> no. I did not know that. <laughs> no, it's the day before. You remember what? You remember where you were on the 9-11? Let's get into this. Um, so everyone says like they brought in a TV during like school or whatever, or they mm. got let out early. I don't necessarily remember that happening. Mm. Um, I remember being at home and my parents are watching the news. Mm-hmm. But I really wasn't paying attention because I fucking hated the news. So I just remember sitting on the couch and my parents going like, wow, wow, this is crazy. But that's really all I remember. I didn't get any of the significance of it, I don't think, until yeah. 2002. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 something similar. I don't really remember being let out early, but I'm imagining we probably were. Because I know we definitely didn't find out about what the fuck happened until I got home. Well, yeah, uh, you were three years older than me, so you were Yeah, what, I was in fourth nine? grade. What was that? You were eight then. Okay, nine years or third grade? Third or four? No, it must have been the beginning of fourth grade. So you would have been nine then. Sure. Wait, you're born ninety two? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was nine. Okay. Yeah, so I was nine. Uh, I don't really remember being let out of school. Uh, I remember going home, and I remember. Um, so you know, in our living room, we got like the armoire. Yeah, yeah. Thing. My dad was leaned up against that. My mom was sitting in front of the couch in the living room. And thinking about it now, they were clearly still trying to figure out how the fuck to tell us mm-hmm. what had happened. Um, but yeah, in the mm-hmm. moment, we're like, what's going on? You mm-hmm. know, we had no idea. <laughs> um, I remember my dad asking us if we had heard about what had happened. We hadn't. Um, and they explained it to us. And I remember for a while, I was worried that any plane was just going to crash into any building. Really? Specifically a building I was in. Like, I was terrified that that was just going to happen. Really? Yes. Wow. For a while. I I remember going to, like, spend, uh, like, a night at my grandparents' house and being worried that a plane was going to crash into the 
Really? My grandparents' house, yeah. I don't know when I really got the significance of what 9-11 was. And you know what? I don't really know if we were let out early. It kind of seems crazy that they would be able to do that nationwide. I, just let mm, kids out of school early when parents that's kind might of not a, be That's kind of a net... I think a lot of workplaces probably let some people out too, though. Or or parents were contacted. I guarantee, like every parent was contacted. If well, they would have to be if their there. fucking kids are just let out. Where are they gonna go? <laughs> their grandparents. Um, but no, yeah, it, it's. I'm sure it was on a place. But I'm sure there were a lot of schools were like, we're just going to not talk about it. We're just going to get through this day, yeah. get them home, and then their parents should be the ones to deal with it. Hmm. Which I agree. A stranger, even if they're a teacher, still a stranger shouldn't be the ones informing children about what was going on. I don't know. They did that for the Challenger. Oh, no. They had TVs because they thought the Challenger was, was going to be fine. Yeah. And then <laughs> it wasn't. Right. It would be like... Maybe they learned from that experience, like, we shouldn't get TVs <laughs> probably on this. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's not like 9-11 was like, supposed to be something else. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, as far as wheeling in a TV for tragedy. So, <laughs> just from educate. what I understand... If I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, Molly was telling me that when oh, yeah, they she's found it, older even still, yeah. she's thirty now. In uh, later this month. Oh, it's not, not yet. yet. Oh, not okay. yet. So she's twenty nine. So she was ten. Yeah. No. No, that's not she right. Been twelve. Twelve. Eleven. Think... She was born in eighty nine. Okay, so twelve. And then fucking like. Two weeks later was her birthday after 9-11. Oh, okay. So, yeah, 11. So, anyways, um, from what I understand, I think she was in a science class. They were going to watch Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> and so they wheel in the fucking cart with a TV on it, as is standard everywhere. Right. I'm sure schools still use those. Yeah. Um, Actually, no, they have smart boards now. Well, that's true. <laughs> but uh, either that or it was like a TV in the room or some shit. And like some classrooms had those for people who might be even younger than us listening to this. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, you had to, in order to get to like the VAC, VCR, you had to go to channel three or whatever type mm-hmm. of a deal. Well, for whatever reason, those TVs were also plugged into cable for the news. Yeah. And channel three was the news. And they got to watch that shit happen. Wow. Well, they go home early. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Uh, so I just started this job at Target, and uh, this girl was training me. Her name's Kaylee. She's cool, if you're listening, Kaylee. Um, but anyway, so she asked me where I was from. I said, Roscoe. She said, oh, so you went to Hano? I was like, yeah, I graduated in 2013. When did you graduate? She said, 2018. I was like, whoa. So what year were you born? <laughs> I was like, were you born in 2000? It's like, well, 1999. I was like, fuck, that's still weird. Damn. <laughs> And now I'm just another person going, whoa, you were born when? But it is fucking weird. It's so weird to be talking to another adult, finding out they were born so, like, it's only four years even, but still. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there are literally people who weren't born in the same century as us now. Yeah. You realize that, oh shit, no, it's not even fucking this year. It was last year that people born in 2000 were legally old enough to vote, smoke, join the military. Oh, that's what it was. That's nine eleven this year is going to be legally old enough to smoke, vote, join the military. Oh yeah, but still can't drink, which is probably good. Nine eleven shouldn't be on the roads. No drinking. No, definitely not. No. Wait till you're twenty one. Nine eleven. 
John, are you making 9-11 jokes? Yes, I am. Rob Briggle will be in here so fucking fast to beat the shit out of you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he will do an adequate job, just like he does acting. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, this this podcast took a dart turn. Why don't we just end it here and stop talking Nine? about 9-11? <gasps> oh, 11. 11. <laughs> Still um, one of my favorite family guy jokes. <laughs> Uh, John, where can the good folks find you? At Rosendoom 2, Rosendoom 1. You figure out which ones those are on. Uh, we can find the podcast at LTTS Podcast on Twitter. Late to the podcast on Instagram. Jake, where can the good people find you? At Jake underscore Lavoy. L-A-V-O-Y. Don't feel that fucking underscore either. It's on Twitter and Instagram. Sorry I cursed. Nick's mom. Uh, Nick and John's mom. Yes. <laughs> She's oh. not your mom, by the way. Just Nick's mom. <laughs> yeah. What? The part of her that only takes care of Nick. <laughs> Uh, we're also in the midst of pre-production for our short film role play. Uh, we've talked about a few times on here. Yeah, we got, uh, we got a five or six people that we're casting yeah. currently. A handful of people interested in auditions. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't know if we're casting them yet. I, I hope well, to. we're in the casting process. There we got go. five or six people on that hook. Yes. Ain't gonna cast none of them. No. <laughs> Fucking psych. We just we wanted money. We a movie. <laughs> Idiots. Get wrecked, scrubs. No. Uh, no, we are you. actually working on this. Thank you. Kate, I appreciate it. Love yes. you. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. yeah, so the the film shit, it's at uh, Roleplay Role play film. film. I think on both. Yeah. And is. on Facebook. This one has Facebook. <laughs> you know, if you're wanting to do it that way. Uh, yeah, look us up. John Rosenblum, Jake Lavoy on Facebook. That's easy. Yeah. Um, uh, so next movie. What are we doing next week? I have a suggestion that's not on our list and may or may not interest you. What is it? <clears throat> what is it? <laughs> it's a foreign film. No, but unlike Snowpiercer, it actually feels like a foreign film because mm. it's also in a different language. Okay. Um, it's a German film uh, called Goodbye Lenin. Mm. It is about uh, this... It takes place right shortly, it, shortly after the fall of the Berlin Wall. Okay. Um, and it is about... Uh, this well, it's not about this woman. It's about her children. This woman uh, falls into a coma before the fall of the Berlin Wall. She wakes up after the Berlin Wall fell. Now she was very pro the party, pro communism, pro like uh, East Germany, just rah rah like like organized like the fucking like kids camps type of deal. Okay, I don't know so, a whole lot about all that. So so anyway, so it's like that. And so she comes to, and she's like, she wants to know how everything's going. Well, the doctor tells the children that, you know, she, she can't take another shock to her system. Finding out that the wall fell and East Germany fell would be a massive shock to her system. Uh, so they basically, in her room, because she's confined to bed rest, in her room in there at the apartment, they recreate East Germany for her. <laughs> and it's really good. Um, when I would Is took, this a comedy? It's... It's a dramedy. Okay. Um, it's Dark got comedy some, then. Yeah, it's got some serious bits. It's got some comedy to it. It's a very... I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. So it I sounds watched it. almost like Lars and the Real Girl. Maybe. Have I, you seen that? No. Ooh, that'd be a good one to do. We can do that one eventually too. But I'm I'm, I'm shooting for Goodbye Lennon right now. That's fine. That's fine. Um, we should do Lars and the Real Girl after this and we'll okay. compare them. Because they sound be similar in theme. I would be game for that. Um, when I took German in uh, college... We had to spend X amount of time per semester in the language learning center. 
Um, didn't matter what you were doing. Mm-hmm. So I would sit in there and I would watch and I would check out the copy of Goodbye Lennon they have. And I'd sit there and I'd watch Goodbye Lennon for, it was like a two and a half hour movie. And you I, did this multiple times? Uh, no, I, I tended to watch, I watched Goodbye Lennon probably four times in college. Oh, really? Just because I was like, each semester I'm like, all right, and we're watching it again. <laughs> um, it'll actually have a familiar actor to you. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, but there Christoph will, Waltz? No. Um, but there is a familiar, a familiar face. Frederick Zoller? No. Wait. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Daniel Brule is uh, the main character. Okay. Um, he's terrific in this. Um, I've also watched... Let's see which other ones I watch. I watched Lola Run, uh, which is Run Lola Run in English. Um, I watched Downfall, which is, you know, the, uh, the Hitler is angry at meme? No. From forever ago, where it would be like the scene of like Hitler yelling at like his generals, but it was always like something different because it's in German and then they just change the subtitles. No, you've never seen it. I'll show you one of those later. Well, here, show me now. We're we're on here. Okay. Um, well, since Jojo Rabbit's coming out soon, let's do uh, Hitler is angry at Jojo Rabbit. Is that on YouTube? Should yes, it should be on YouTube. Uh, Jojo is one word, J-O-J-O. Yeah, it'll be able to figure it out. Uh, reaction. That's the one. Oh, this is from Valkyrie, I think. No, it's from the movie called Downfall. Oh. In case you didn't get that, you got the last joke, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I know who directed Okay, just making sure. So yeah, uh, the movie Un- uh, Downfall is where that scene is from. Downfall is also a fantastic movie. Yeah. And then every time I came to that scene, I'm like, I just, I knew the meme and I'm like, this is fucking great. But uh, no, that's actually a, 
That's a good one. We could do that sometime. You know what movie I saw in theaters but was too young for it to really have any importance on me? Hmm. Valkyrie. I thought it was that because there's a scene where they... The, do you know all about Valkyrie? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. That one I have actually seen. You have? Yeah. Okay. Well, so Valkyrie was a plan to kill Hitler and all of his peoples. Yep. They were going to, kind of like Inglorious Bastards, plant a bomb in the room that he was at while he was planning some shit, mm. and they were going to blow him up. Yep. But I remember nothing of the movie other than Tom Cruise missing a hand, so when he did the Heil Hitler, it was kind of like, oh, he did really Heil Hitler. Yeah. I remember that scene and that's when it. he tried to button his shirt, and not much else. Huh. And then when they push the briefcase in the room. Yep. And then uh, somebody puts it on the other side of the leg, which is what's attributed with saving Hitler. Like the big heavy wooden table they had, basically some it was on the same side with Hitler. Somebody like stepped there, kicked it, and moved it behind the behind the leg. Hmm. So basically, like the leg of the table, because it was not just like a pole; it was like the whole like ones that like run the whole length of the table type of oh. deal. So it got moved to the other side of that, blows up, and that's what's attributed to saving Hitler, because really? it was on like he was saved the brunt of the explosion. No, oh, that's neat. Not really. <laughs> well, no, it's just yeah, okay. The physics of it is neat. It's interesting. Yes. Thank God he was spared. No, that's your opinion once again. I don't want to hey, say no. that on the podcast. Hey, no. Well, uh, so that'll be it for the podcast. Tune in next week for. Uh, um, uh, goodbye, Lennon. Yeah, goodbye, Lennon. I don't know where to find it, so hopefully it's on Amazon. Yeah, it'll probably be. Everything's on fucking Amazon. And of course, none it. of it's on Prime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and Molly have still not continued our rewatch of the MCU. Because uh, Incredible Hulk, you have to rent, and we don't really want to spend money on it. Yeah, it was good, but just go to Family Video, spend a dollar on it. That's actually not a bad idea. It will actually probably be in the dollar section, too. Probably. Or, I mean, fucking, like, check HBO Go. It might be on there. It's, you know, surprising sometimes what movies are still left there. Well, because she's got HBO through Amazon, so if you search a movie... And it's on the Amazon or on the HBO one. It'll pop up to watch through HBO, and uh, it doesn't. Hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Tune in next week for uh, what's called again. Goodbye, Lennon. Goodbye, Lennon. Saving Lennon. Goodbye, Lennon. Don't be late.